Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua's Gavis YouTube podcast, the YouTube and podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. First of all, hit that thumbs up button, hit that subscribe button, let YouTube know that you like the content, you want to see more of it. Helps me with the algorithms and helps me reach and help more people, so that's great. Another thing, if you listen to my content on a regular basis, you know that I've been talking about this pretty much every episode, and it's very important. I have released my official Mastermind Tribe group. You can find the link down below. It is basically a community where you can join and get daily guidance to help you level up your dating game. You get dating coaching in there. You get the chance to direct message me with questions in real time. All kinds of cool stuff. If you want to level up your attraction, crush your dating game, create the dating life of your dreams. That is the number one place you need to go. If you believe in anything I say or do, you really need to go check it out. It is the best way that I have found to help people in real time to really create the dating life of their dreams. All right. With that being said, let's get into today's episode. This episode is going to be titled, Be Yourself, but be your best self. And this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while because it is so true. And it's a lesson that was hard for me to learn. And I'm going to explain why. Now, first of all, this is based on a quote. And there are many um, versions of this quote. Carl G. Mazur said, be yourself, but always your better self. Neil Strauss said, it's not enough to just be yourself. You must be your best self. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, be yourself, no base imitator of another, but your best self, right? There's also a quote I found on Pinterest, be yourself, but be your best self, attributed to Consoli Nishemwa. And uh, I think she's a self-help, uh, motivational speaker, self-help author. And so, you know, this is not a unique concept. A lot of people have talked about this a lot of people have found value in this, and I have as well, but I think it's misunderstood a lot of the times. I think that people misunderstand the value of being your true self. And I'm going to tell you a little story about this. There was a time in my life when I struggled with what it meant to be your true self. And this is especially true in dating and in work. There's a lot of commonality between work and dating. There's a lot of common, commonality between sales and dating, too. In many respects, they're the exact same skill set. They just operate on very subtly different wavelengths. Now, in my work life, when I started embracing the alpha mentality, I had a big challenge ahead of me. Because before then, I always conducted my work 
with a beta type mindset. Pretty much I would try to get a client. If that client agreed to pay me for my services, I would virtually do anything I could to make them happy. I would bend over backwards. I would give them free time. I would compromise what I would consider the integrity of the jobs just to make them happy, to accommodate their wishes, even if I didn't think that those were best practices. Even if it resulted in a product that I wasn't as proud of in the end, I would compromise on it. Why? Because this person was paying me to do the project and I was going to do everything they asked. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that that's not going to get you good results. I personally know people who make a lot of money, a lot more money than I do, and they operate with that same basic idea. But I've also learned that you cannot fully embrace the alpha mentality and have that outlook. And so what I started running into was I started running into work situations that caused me to compromise on my pride, caused me to compromise on my sense of self-purpose and self-belief. And I started having to say no to things. People would suggest some ridiculous nonsense and I would have to say, no, like it's just not going to happen. Fire, find someone who's willing to do that kind of thing and you know, I, I'm not the person for you. If, if that's, you know, if that is what you're going to need from me to do something that I think is completely wrong for the project, um, you know, I, I, something that's going to make me feel bad about the project, make me embarrassed of it. No, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to do that. Obviously, that doesn't lead to a lot of successful client work, which is why in my life, I found that I was going to have to exit client work and and start my own business. Um, you know, I, I ran my own business working for clients for a long time, but um, I came to a point where I understood that there were not very many clients who were going to be okay and jive with me in the way that I needed to be. But see, here's the thing. As I was going through this process, I was learning to be more of my true self. But there's a good and a bad to that. If you want to be your own true self, there's a positive aspect to that. And then there's a negative aspect to that. And I'm going to tell you how I came to reconcile that. See, at first, I dipped into the negative aspect of it. I jumped at every negative thing. I jumped at everything in kind of a negative sort of way. Because I was trying to recalibrate myself. And over time, I came to find that I could still be myself and have a more positive outlook on things. And so, for example, um, instead of a client talking to me and being like, you know, I want you to do this thing. And it's like a really bad idea. It's just like not a good idea. It's an emotional decision on their part. It's not best practice for the, for the craft, you know, writing the content, you know, whether it's marketing, whatever it is. And so instead of jumping out and saying, no, I'm just not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I can be completely genuinely me and I don't have to compromise, but I can also do it in a positive way. Right? So for example, you know, they, I once had a client who wanted me to write an article a certain way, right? So I, I, wrote, I wrote one article and then I, I turned it in and then they were like, you know, I'm just not really feeling this article, you know, let's scratch it and do a different one. And so, 
you know, okay, that's totally fine. However, this was a perfectly fine article um, with a little bit of tweaking. We could get it to where they were happy with it. Um, that's how I felt. And then also it was, you know, written for a great keyword that would help their website. So there was a lot of good things about this. Plus they had paid me to write this article, right? And there was really no reason not to publish it. Okay. So I could have said, no, this is ridiculous. You know, I wrote this, we're, we're going to tweak it. We're going to get it, you know, ready to go and we're going to publish it, blah, blah, blah. Right. I could have, I could have been that way. Um, or I could have just completely gone the beta route said, okay, whatever you want, let's just do whatever you want and just continued to work, work. Um, you know, ironically, here's the thing. It might seem like that's going to make you more money in the long term, but here's the problem. The problem is that if I were to do that, I would be minimizing a whole bunch of strengths that I bring to the game that could help them. Strengths that are in conflict with their strengths. And so I could help them to minimize their weaknesses. And in the end, I'm going to end up being less effective to them because of that. See, so it seems like you're going to be more useful, but actually you're not going to be as useful. So the middle of the line, the positive way is to say this, you know, so what I would end up saying is I would say, Hey, like totally get it. We can make that other article. That's no problem. However, I'm telling you, this is a good keyword for your website. Let's go through this. Let's figure out what you need to make different about it. You already paid me for this article. There's no reason for you to waste that money and not jump on this keyword. Let's hammer out the differences you know that we need to change it won't take very long and then you'll have this piece we can publish it and then we'll move on to the next one like i'm telling you that's what you want to do and then they might say something like yeah but like i really want to write i really want this article this next one i'm going to give you to be like a main piece on the site and then i would say oh of course we can do that but you have to understand that you're going to need a lot of content we got to get this published out there we'll work on the next one too like you it's going to do you better to have two articles published and it's not going to compromise your message right and so see i need to offer some resistance and i need to be myself and in doing that i'm going to bring more value but see it's not always easy right because that what that is that is me right if I can bring me with a level of positivity and encouragement and kindness and respect, but also be willing to rock the boat and be willing to unabashedly say what I believe to be right, that's going to be a huge amount of value for my clients. Now, the problem is that there are a lot of clients out there who don't like that. And I do not believe that those clients are going to end up making as much money as they could. I also believe that that means that I'm not going to be compatible with everyone. And I'm fine with that because there's two sides to that. It also means that the people I am compatible with, I'm going to be really compatible with. And I'm going to be maximum usefulness with them versus mediocre usefulness with everyone, right? Now, the same is absolutely true in your dating life. The same is true of your attraction, you can be unabashedly, profoundly you in a genuine and authentic way. And I promise that a lot of people aren't going to like it, right? However, the people who do like it are going to like it so much more because you're giving them so much more than if you just played it safe. But 
There's also a negative and a positive. There is a way to be positively you, and there's a way to be negatively you, right? And really, it goes down to chasing those exact things, positivity and negativity. It really comes down to that, right? So for me, and I struggled with this a lot early on in my dating life, I struggled with being myself um, to the point where I would have these fears. Like if I said something that I thought was a good thing to say, I would immediately have this fear like, oh no, is this person like, did they not like that? What if they don't talk to me because of that? What if that hit them the wrong way and now they're going to distance themselves you know from me maybe they're going to you know ghost me or whatever because i said that thing um maybe me saying that thing made them like me less and there was this fear but see you have to learn to get rid of that see that's the that's when you start to go down the negative road that's when you start to beta tie yourself and you start to compromise yourself what we really have to do is we have to learn to be positive we have to learn to be kind and respectful we have to learn to have strong healthy boundaries we have to be also completely genuinely 100 percent authentic us and we have to let go of the fear that people are not going to like it because i'm telling you a lot of people aren't going to like it and if you think that this person might ghost you for being yourself you're probably right <clears throat> but it's also true that when you encounter the people who are really compatible with you, they're going to be so much more likely to love everything about you so much more because you are genuinely yourself and you're putting yourself out there to a greater extent, which makes you more real and more interesting and more of a, of a unique human, right? A lot of humans play it safe. They're boring. They're cookie cutter. It's and there's not much value to be found in that. You can create so much more value for yourself by being truly you, even if it's not valuable for everyone. We have to start thinking of ourselves as a niche product. This is the thing about my beard. I have a if you see me on YouTube, you know I have a really long beard. For those of you who just listen to me, I do have a very long beard, it stretches down to like. The, I mean, past the middle of my chest. It's very long. Here's the thing about a beard. Not every woman likes a beard. Some women I meet, they're not into it. Some women absolutely love it, right? I'm going to say about one out of four women absolutely love the beard. So here's the thing. I could play it safe. I could shave off a lot of my beard and just have kind of a short beard. A lot more women are into that. However... I like the long beard better. I like how it looks. I like how I feel with it. I think it gives me a lot of confidence. I think that I feel more like my true authentic self when I have a long beard than I do when I cut it off because I've done both, right? And so here's what I continue to find to be true in my life. Be me. Leave the beard but then pursue it positively. In other words, do it right. I don't want my beard to be all wild and frizzy and looking bad. I want to put some good beard oil in it. I want to make it look nice. Sometimes I want to braid it. I want to take care of it. I want to do the best I can. Be myself, but be my best self, right? And then what I find is that, yeah, maybe three out of four women, not into it. Okay, no stress. I'm not worried about that at all. Because what's that? That's people 
sorting themselves out for me on the basis of compatibility. See, because the women who really like the beard, who it's really a, like a good thing for them, those are the types of women I want to be spending time with anyway, because they're more genuinely compatible with me. So why would I go chasing the ones who aren't compatible with me, right? Why would I even want that? The worst thing, one of the worst things that can happen to you is for you to fake something and then to actually get someone to like you based on that because that's all a lie. If I cut off my beard, I don't like it. A couple really attractive women really are into me because of that. What does that get me? In the end, the incompatibilities are going to be there anyway. So what does it matter? Like, why not just... Why not just filter it all out at the very beginning? And the best way to get people to filter themselves out is by being your true authentic self. So to recap, be yourself, but be your best self. Chase positivity as you are yourself. Be kind, be respectful, set boundaries, but do not be afraid to be you. Do not be afraid to say no to compromises that you don't feel good about. At first, this is a very difficult thing. However, in my life, I have found that once I started down that road and embraced it, it made my life so much better because the people who stayed, whether it be in dating, whether it be in business, even among my friends, the people who stayed and appreciated me for the person that I actually am when I'm being my true self. Those are the people I'm more likely to have good life experiences with down the road. And losing the people who are not really compatible with me might hurt in the short term, but in the long term, it's going to enrich my life because it is like taking things that may look good on the surface, but are not actually good for me as a whole and getting rid of them. That's what it's all about. That is for men. That is a very important thing because what we don't want to do is invest our resources, our time, our attention, our sexuality, our emotions, whatever it is. We do not want to invest the resources into the wrong thing. We have to be very careful and wise about how we spend our resources. And so it's really, really important that we only spend them on things that are real, that are compatible with us, that are going to help us make our lives a great success. The things that are not going to pull us down and waste our time, right? And at first it is hard, but it does get easier as you practice it because you might have to regain what you lost. You might find that 80% of the things in your life are fake and they'll fall away when you start being genuine. So you're going to have to replace those things with real things and that takes time. But as you go through that process, you're going to find so much more depth and meaning to the things that you bring in to replace the fake things, right? All right. That's all I got on this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafa signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafas.com. Catch you on the flip side.